0: Hey guys! Hey guys! I've Hi! I was to to guest today. It's, um, well, that it interesting himself. So, uh, one of our dad's close friends, and he's here to speak to us about uh, an interesting topic this week. Can you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, uh, my name's Shah. Okay, and I'd like to thank you both, okay, for inviting me on this podcast. Uh, and you've chosen a quite a hot topic yes.
0: uh, <laughs> the Breakaway <laughs>
1: Super League, you know, yep. which, uh, which has been in the news nonstop. Since the announcement came out on the Sunday night, okay, and obviously we've we've followed what's happened since. So
2: mm, Monday yeah. morning, my phone—I was just like, okay, I have to like text everyone I know, and be like, guys, what's happening right now?
0: Yeah. So this is uh, for those of you who don't know and kind of been under under a, a rock somewhere. Um, and obviously, this isn't necessarily football fans has affected the world because basically, what's happened is on the Sunday, no news broke. Or the biggest football clubs in the world making their own sort of uh, they're breaking away from their domestic leagues and making their own super league, right? And this might not sound like much, but it's been a massive thing uh, financially, and we'll speak about what that means uh, today. But there's been riots, prime ministers got involved, it's been on uh, daytime TV in America, uh, it's it's really been um, affecting a lot of life. But there is uh, some light at the end of the tunnel, which we'll also cover as well. So. Um, Let's start with, I mean, Shark, what was your initial reaction to, to the news when it broke? Well, let me just go back
1: a bit. Okay, right. You said there's been riots. I know there's been protests.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: So uh, we've got to be careful what we say out there because um, um, I don't think, luckily, I don't think anybody has rioted. I think it's all been peaceful protests, yes. uh, which is how it should be, okay? mm-hmm. which is exactly how it should be. Sure. Um, as to my thoughts on it, uh, well, my thought is, is pretty clear and I think it's uh, basically is along the same lines as the public, the majority of the public, the majority of the fans, ex-footballers, pundits, uh, everyone basically. OK, everyone apart from the big six, if you like. OK, right. And I say big six because I'm only talking about the teams in the Premier League who yeah. were signed up to it. And we're talking about, as everyone knows, Manchester City, Chelsea. Tottenham, Liverpool, Manchester United and Arsenal. Now I'm an Arsenal fan. Okay, so
2: badge.
1: There you are. I'm an Arsenal <laughs> fan through and through. Okay. We've cancelled um, five Royce. To- brought us together. So it's a big deal. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um it that it has, it's brought all the fans together. Okay. Yes. It's brought the Tottenham and the Arsenal fans together, okay, which is at first. Look. It's it's pretty simple I think, okay, right? Um because they've been talking about this breakaway Super League for quite a few years now. And even while it's been discussed, okay, right, it's been, you know, thrown out there to test what the reaction will be like. The reaction has always been negative. Okay. Nobody has ever wanted it. So I think the surprising thing is is that, regardless of that, they've gone ahead with it anyway.
3: Yeah.
1: Now, being an Arsenal fan, I followed the fan forum because Josh Cronkay spoke to, uh, you know, different fan groups, different Arsenal fan groups. You know, they apologized, as did uh, John Henry, okay, of Liverpool. Uh, he he made a a, a video recording of, of his 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 um apology, um, and I think some of the other uh teams, their board members or owners, uh, apologize as well. I haven't really followed too much the other teams. What interests me is my team above all. And one of the things Josh Kroenke said was that they based their decision on what
3: the fans would want. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> One of the fan groups asked <laughs> Excuse me, where did you get that from? Yeah. Which fans did you ask?
3: Mm.
1: Which fans told the you that? You fans. Wanted that? <laughs> it, it, exactly. Now, I think what they've done is they, they've lost a lot of credibility, not and uh, uh, what's the word for it? I think faith, okay, mm. um, and trust. Trust is the word I'm looking for. They've lost a lot of trust with the fan base, every single one of the teams. Uh, They've lost a lot of trust with FIFA, with UEFA. Okay, right. Uh, They've lost a lot of trust with all of the other football teams who Mm. were going to be cut out.
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like the relationship between between the tiers of football teams, like... Not the big six, but still very important to like the whole football culture, like everything like have got millions and
0: millions of fans. Like, I think yeah. that's true as well. Yeah, so with my generation, obviously I've grown up in and around, I've inherited football from my dad and I've grown up in and around what I think, what we're speaking about here are the plastic international fans the people that have come into the sport, not understood maybe some of the roots, but because it's become a global sensation. The TV um, rights and stuff got involved. Louise obviously um, knows, you know, she's necessarily a football fan at this stage, but she knows what it's becoming and the media and stuff like that. Obviously, mm. you've been um, a fan long before and either of us. And so, what? What can you give us your perspective on what it's been like going from where football was when you were kind of growing up to some of the other breakaways that have happened and where it is now? Because I think mm. that'd be important. Think, yes. To I'd, yes, I'd love to. Look, number one, okay, uh,
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't term uh the, the international football supporters, okay, right, as plastic because um football has grown all over the world. Um the US of A, okay, they call it soccer still, okay, but it's football. But okay, that, that, that you know, that's nothing wrong with that, okay. It's it's growing in the US. Okay. Yeah. It's becoming big. Now Football was born, okay, and created as a working man's sport. People used to go out to work, go to the mines, okay, whatever manual manual labour. Um, uh, they'd work to to support their 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 families, and what they'd look forward to is the weekend, so they can go and watch their local team. Mm. That's what football's about. It's grassroots. When I was growing up. We didn't have all the technology there is today. We didn't have computer games, we didn't have internet, we didn't have all the social media, okay, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, okay. And I'll be honest, we, I still don't have Facebook, it, Instagram, Twitter, okay. Yeah. I don't have none yeah. of that. Um and I remember we used to go out and we used to play football
3: from morning to the night.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
3: what we
1: used to do. Uh, okay, um, it was inbred it was something which we looked forward to we looked forward to the FA Cup final I remember when Arsenal played uh, West Ham in the FA Cup final there was a street party I was the only Arsenal supporter on our street <laughs> everybody else was West Ham because I'm East <laughs> Eastern London don't ask me how I became Arsenal <laughs> in the middle of all the West Ham supporters we lost I'd have to to say I was quite glad we lost, to be totally honest, because I had this big street party lined up, yeah? And Mm -hmm. it would have spoiled it, okay? I didn't mind losing and and joining all my friends who were always Sam supporters. That is what football was about. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, in the early 90s, I think it's uh, 1992, there was a breakaway, which they'd been discussing as well, uh, from the old first division. To create the Premier League.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: which, which I believe was led by the, the five major teams at the time, which were Liverpool, Manchester United, Everton, Arsenal and Tottenham. Okay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that.
2: Very yeah. um, so much like when I think of the, the top teams, I always think Man City, but they weren't there before. It, ex-
1: exactly, exactly, exactly. And we'll get onto that. We'll get yeah, onto yes. that. So, so they were the five top teams. They they broke away. They created the Premier League. Okay, TV rights and the TV rights. You know, but the, they show more of the 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 big teams, their games on TV. Okay, right. So they got a, a bigger cut of the of the TV rights. The difference is that they still had competition. You could get relegated. Yeah. Or you could get promoted. Yeah. What? they've done or what they attempted to do with this breakaway super league is adopt the american franchise culture which is basically for anyone that doesn't understand what the american franchise culture is in sports is that you have uh, a set a, you know a set number of teams in a league created okay that year in year out play against each other there is no relegation yeah. There is no promotion.
3: So boring, though.
1: Yeah, but then... it's, it's 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 look, I, don't, I, I can't say that it's boring.
2: Okay, it's not. I, yeah, it's
1: I, not I can't life. say that because we're, we're we're talking about two different cultures here. Yeah, but obviously, in the US of A, that concept for them works perfectly well. Mm. You know, the NFL, the NBA, it's big business. Yeah. yeah. It was big money. And I've never actually ever heard anybody complain. So the concept is fine for, for the USA. It's fine for America. You know, what I think they did is they thought, and I would assume that it's the American owners, okay. And again, I'm just assuming here. I would assume yeah. it's the American owners that have turned around and said, well, hold on a second. You know, this is how it works here in the USA. Why don't we do the same thing with a breakaway Super League? That Mm. way, every year, we're guaranteed, okay, the revenue, okay, from all the big matches, you know, Arsenal, Barcelona, Manchester United, Real Madrid, okay. Look, let's make no mistake about this, okay? Football has become a business, okay? And it became a business from the early 90s, okay, right, when there was a breakaway uh, from the first division to the Premier League. Yeah, what's happened here though? And I've I spoke to a lot of fans over this week. A lot of yeah, all my friends are are, are are mad about football. They're football fans, and you know they support different teams: Liverpool, Man United, Tottenham, Newcastle, um, Chelsea. You know all all the teams. I've got Cardiff, okay, right. I've even got someone that supports Aberdeen. <laughs> if you like, yeah. now everyone has a say on this, uh, but I think you know, the common denom- denominator, what everyone agrees
3: with is that the big six,
1: Fiorentina, Perez, okay, right, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the Barker owners, uh, Real Madrid owners, Juventus owners, uh, 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 Leica Madrid owners, okay, yeah. and whoever else is it? because it's four teams in
3: total. They underestimated
1: what the reaction would be what i ask is this though how could they underestimate it i mean we're talking about billionaires here yeah we're talking (laughs) about people i think what they
2: did i I just think they didn't care about the fans like all they care about once you get to that level of like wealth and stuff is their business it's not about who's doing what it's it's like we can do this because we have the power because it's about it like they They own it's, it's their club it's their business
0: yeah, you know, you're quite right. And from a business point of view, it makes sense. So let me give you some of the numbers. Just for being in this competition, you get 400 million. To be in context, to, to qualify for what is uh, the closest thing to these big revenue generating matches between the best clubs in Europe, it's Champions League, which you got to qualify for, which is why it's a bit different. You get sort of um, 300 if you qualify, if you do well. If you spend the whole year winning and winning and accumulating points, you can get up to three hundred. So even just by being in this, you, you suddenly are a cropper up above the rest. Um, mm-hmm. the English, um, that Shah uh, has mentioned there, it y- your club is worth so much more than if it was in the uh, Wolves. I think they their value of their team went up by t- ten times since promotion, and and these are in the millions and millions and millions. Um, I think the TV rights you get from being in the Premier League versus what's shown in the in the league below, which is generating all this money in the Premier League, is about um, I think it's two hundred times more, which puts the Premier League um, it makes the the football revenue from European clubs four billion compared to La Liga, which has got Barcelona and Real Madrid, Messi, the best players at at three million, then Syria, then then in Italy, and then and in France. So these TV rights are massive, and I think what these American owners have done they've thought right we're making all, all, kind of owning these clubs in America is extremely expensive to buy remember
1: it's not just the American owners okay? no no but in terms okay, of right, the because uh, I don't that. think uh, Barcelona or Real Madrid is owned by by Americans nor is yes. it yes. let's okay, Madrid. We'll so have, let let's, let's, let's make you know we need to clear that there
0: yeah we'll we'll, um, we'll, we'll get into like what you know their reasons and that's a lot to do with the pandemic and how the clubs are run and um in a second but uh, in terms of what you're saying about um it, they're not translating their their knowledge of the american game to british game they they're seeing that look american football clubs nfl clubs basketball clubs are extremely expensive to buy the but and, and and but the profits are there because they're so big
3: mm-hmm. but they
0: see the mls for example only gets half the amount of views and, and revenue, all that sort of stuff in the Premier League does. So they're clearly seeing there's something special about English football. But what they've missed out on is a special part of it is this grassroots love of the game. But they just want to exploit it because they're thinking there are way more people in the world who watch football than they watch basketball and stuff. There's so much more money to be made. And so what they've done is they've invested in in these in these clubs, thinking if we can make money out of, the you know the millions and millions and millions across the world who are watching football, we can make way more money for a lot cheaper investment than basketball and NFL, and that's I think where they've yeah. come to. Why 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 do you think they've invested
1: in it? They've invested on it in it because, like I said, it's a business. Football has become a business. They've yeah. invested on it in it because they they've seen um, a great opportunity, uh, you know, to to make profit and. They were making profit. Okay. Most of the teams do make a profit every time they get getting to the Champions League. I think, mm-hmm. I think what, what, and I think this is more the American owners. Yeah. Um, because they're not used to the concept of relegation. Okay. I think, and this is the general consensus. Okay. Right. This is not me. This is me talking yeah. to, to different, different fans. Okay. Right. Uh, because my basically the opinions which I'm giving out today. Okay it's not a single opinion it's not me okay right oh i'm i think this so this is it no i've been discussing it with fans from different teams different uh, different clubs okay fans of different clubs um and everyone's on the same line everyone mm. agrees okay everyone sees it in the same way and and the way they're seeing it is that you know the concept of the american franchise was the idea that had to come from the americans because obviously you know it's a concept that works there and they make a lot of money out of it and you know good for them you know they've seen uh a a, a way to to you know set up their their sports teams there okay as an american franchise and it's worked for them you know and who are we to criticize them and i don't think anyone criticizes that because. We don't live there, so, you know, that's a problem in America, which doesn't exist because I've never heard anyone complain
0: about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Apart from the college system they got there, which is a lot more grassroots like us, which suddenly is seeing a bit of a disconnect. But, again, we don't even understand how that, that college system they got there. You know, imagine going to watch six formers play and, and spending, you know, football tickets worth of money to go watch unis play football. We would never mm. happen. But for them... Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's big business there. Yeah, so
1: I think... It's, it's big business there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, look, the the, the bottom line is that uh, the fans feel betrayed. Mm. The fans feel as if, okay, the big six have disregarded completely what they wanted. Yeah, uh, They feel as if, oh, you know, we own the club, you know, we're billionaires. We can do what we want. Yeah. It backfired on them. It has yeah. backfired on them. Mm. I just hope, okay, that they've learned from this. You, you've got to remember something as well, yeah? If you have an American franchise system,
3: theoretically, they can move that club, which they own. So, mm. you know, the Arsenal team
1: can be moved from the Emirates stadiums and they'll build a, build a stadium in America yeah. and then move it over to America or but... to Spain or whatever. And Cronky has done that. He'd done that with the uh, Los Angeles Rams, where it was based in Houston. He built a stadium in uh, Los Angeles. And even though he promised that he was not going to move them, he did it anyway because yeah. he had complete power to do so. Look, I'm not gonna criticize him for doing it. He's obviously done it, it's his money, he's he's invested in it. What I will criticise him for is that he wasn't truthful. And today the Arsenal fans don't trust them. Yeah. That's why we had such a massive turnout at the protest. Everyone everyone wants a cronkies out. Now they're not gonna be able to push them out, okay, with one protest, obviously. Uh, Josh Kroenke has come out and said, "Look, you know, he's apologized. You know, we're going to do our best to win the trust back. Uh, you know, what trust? They've never trusted him, to be totally honest. But hopefully, they can build a trust with with the fans. Okay, with yeah. the fan groups.
2: Um, was it, I was thinking, like, to touch on that point. I was watching something and they were talking about how in Germany, like, the fans have shares, That's or fair. and for a while have had shares in the club, mm-hmm. so they get to." Make decisions about like what happens to their team and stuff, and well, I think that's
3: absolutely.
2: Good. And you can weigh them up, and you can criticize it because you can say, look, yep. look how it works in Germany compared to how it works here. Like
0: that was a different system. Yes, I was going to put that out to you. So that's basically. that's law, though.
1: So, I think I think if if, if if I think if you check it, okay, by law, okay, the fans have to have fifty-one percent ownership, okay, really? yeah, whereas really? it's it's not it's not law here, it's not law in the UK. All right, so cronky can go and buy out all the shares. Mm. It's not it's not law in the U.S. Yes. So in the U.S., Cronky or whoever can go and buy out 100%. I think okay, right? Again, I'm not too informed about the the system in the U.S. Okay, I know yes. that cronky had to uh, give his uh, shares his quota in um, one of the teams because he's got. Uh, different teams. He's got one in the uh, NFL, he's got one in the NBA, I think he's got uh, uh, hockey. Uh, Jesus um...
0: Christ, this man is blimmin' minted. He doesn't even need this money. So... Go away! Okay, so let's, look at, let's look at Real Madrid, right? Spain. Let's look at Bayern Munich or Dortmund in Germany. And let's look mm. at Man City, right? And let, let, let's let see the different ways they work, right? So Man City, we all know, uh, were a big but comparatively smaller club who got bought by very, very rich owners who yeah, yeah. Sheikh Mansour, who has driven them to um, constant success uh, in, in the league, especially, and built infrastructure around Manchester. And you could say the money has been good at attracting beautiful football, one of the uh, best coaches um, and, and, and everything else that goes in the football club with that money. So we've benefited in a sense from that way of thinking. But then you've got the, the German way, which, like you say, they have majority shares amongst us fans so that no one person can have a majority and therefore the fans make executive decisions. And then you've got the Spanish way, whereby essentially the way it works is uh, you have custodians, I think they're called. And if I'm a custodian, right, I can vouch for, me and Louise, if we're both custodians, can vouch for you uh, to uh, uh to be a custodian. You can join, you pay in a certain amount of money a year. And I think after 20 years, you, you get your um, membership. And then what happens is we vote for a president and a board and then they—that's that's, that's uh, Perez in this situation—and mm-hmm. then they have to have enough money that if the cu- if the club was to go under, could pay them out. That's why they've got to be billionaires as well. But they only have—they have to be elected to make. Yeah, I like. So here, this one—it's the people make the decisions. This one—it's like a democratic system by the people to make a board make the decisions. And here, the billionaire makes decisions, so he can put all the money he wants in there—he or she, right? So what?
3: Sports
1: mentality. Sports, Let's right. so, so I I i read something about that uh fleetingly, okay. Um mm. I didn't fully understand it because it was just like a, a quick uh, glance at it. Okay, I didn't take the time to, to study it. Uh like I said, what I'm I'm really more worried about, okay, right, is, is the big six and, and the effect that it has on us as a Premier League, yeah. So You you probably definitely understand more than I do on that. But what I will ask, okay, um, you know, I think it was 153 euros. They said that they paid a year, okay, right? And I think it was about 900 uh, um, shareholders, if you like, or custodians, uh, call them what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, My question would be,
3: did they get a vote about the
1: breakaway Super League? Real Ramji is speaking about. A Real Madrid or, or Barcelona, yeah. Because so, I... Real
0: Madrid, Barcelona, all you get a vote for is who the president, who the board oh, okay, is. Okay. Once you give that away, they make all the decisions. So, what okay. they'll do, for example, uh, the Galactico project. Basically, for those who don't know, and Luis in this context, right, mm. That basically uh, Spanish clubs, uh, sorry, Real Madrid, sorry, saying that we're going to buy the best players in the world, Ronaldo and Beckham, all these players that you would have heard of, for crazy amounts of money. If you elect me, I will invest in the club and I will sign these big players. So what happens then is that the people think, right, that sounds amazing to me. They vote for Perez as president. Perez delivers on the promise and gets all these great players. He's got to be re-elected, though. So um, he needs to say, okay, when when it's time for another election, like in presidencies and politics and all that sort of stuff, he's got to read the room and say, I either want a Super League so I can get us in a better financial situation, or if he thinks people don't want that, he's got to say, you know, like Brexit or something like that. It's like uh, they've got to go on political cycles. kind of Okay, thing. okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I get, get that now. Sick. That's why it's he's... really he's
2: intriguing tripping. the politics behind, like, um, this Super League thing, because, like, I've just been seeing, like, people who don't care about... Um, politics or even football like it's all over tiktok now people (laughs) saying oh like all these boys are becoming like class conscious like when it when it suits them about football now they're now that now they're thinking about all these um like marxist and like socialist ideas and it's really interesting to see how much like um that just the super league and football in general had on like the general political climate like the fact that Boris Johnson is getting involved, like
1: what yeah. I, I think he's getting involved he's got involved in, in, in uh the Super League breakaway and approached appara- apparently <coughs> excuse me, rumour has it that um he was approached as well by the Saudis to intervene, okay, on the takeover bid of, of Newcastle. So we'll we'll see how that develops. But I I, I want to touch on something. Okay, I I do want to touch on something. Um, I do understand. Okay, the need for for football clubs to be self-sustaining. Okay, to to make a profit, it's a business. Okay, I uh, I understand that they're they're investing their money in there. Okay, who invests more? Who invests less? Okay, right. Uh, they they've bought it as a business. I just wish that before they buy a
3: football club, they understand what football means mm. to the yeah. family. You know, we would have avoided all of this, I think. Okay. Um, they, sh- they probably would have been able to get it th- through
1: if they had done their homework if they had yeah. spoke to the fans, if they had got ideas. And I'll go back to the fact that we're talking about billionaires, that, you know, they've created businesses and they, you know, they, they, they're they sharp, they must be sharp. Yeah. Okay, to, 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 to get to the level which they have. Not only that, though, okay, you know, they can pay a company to research, research survey. They can get all the information which they need before making a decision, I'm pretty sure they do that whenever they invest in any other business which they've invested in. And I don't understand why that wasn't done, or it was done, but they just didn't care. They just thought, you know, the six of us, plus, uh you know, Spanish, uh the Italians, and then whoever else we can get in, will have enough power, okay, to overturn anything, you know, and, and, and again, I don't know what the thinking was behind it. But you ask any fan and they'll (laughs) tell you it was just greed. Yeah. That is what... You ask any football fan, why do you think they've done it? And the response is greed. Because Mm -hmm. of the fact that they did not want to be relegated. Okay? They can't accept the fact that, you know, their teams may not make the Champions League. May not make Europa League. Arsenal this season If we don't win the Europa League final, if we don't get to the final, because first we have to get there, if we don't win the final, if we get
3: there,
1: we're not getting into Europe this season, next season, which means we're going to have lost the revenue from the Champions League. We've lost that anyway, because we're not getting there. Yeah. We may still have a slight, slight chance of getting into Europa League. I doubt it, though. Uh, not the way we're playing. So if we don't get into the Europa League, they, you know, and they they discussed the pandemic. Okay, the pandemic, they see them hard. The
0: pandemic see everybody hard. Yeah, Yeah, and these
2: managers and these owners are sitting on millions.
0: Well, let me give a bit of context there because I was going to bring up the pandemic and I think that's why it's been so rushed. Even though this has been spoken about for well over a year now in different forms, Mm. it was rushed. Because so there are still actually three clubs, I think, as it stands, still in the Super League. Super League is it a binding contract is suspended, not cancelled. Uh, just yeah. to, to be clear, yeah. And one of those clubs is is Barcelona, and Barcelona. I was looking into Barcelona's situation. Are in I think one point two billion um, debt, and they actually year on year, what's happened with them is they make the most money, but they spend the most money in salaries and things like this. Mm. Yeah. Uh but because they make the most money, it, it works out when they've had success and obviously got the best player in the world, X Y and Z. But because the pandemic hit and they really, really rely on their revenue every single year, they are now in, in, in this, as I say, one point two billion pounds of debt. And they could go from, you know, being at the top level to really crashing. And so you've got uh that situation there. Obviously you've got a, italy was quite um uh, badly hit by that pandemic and so you've got the Italian clubs that were signed up as well. And I think and obviously Real Madrid it's not quite in the same state uh that that Barcelona was because they sold big players like Ronaldo and and they they've made some money, but it's you know they are crashing and I think you can say that um you can say that they're in a good situation, but you know debenham's uh big retailers they close down they're worth billions they're going to administration so if you've got expenditures that are you know on on contracts that players are for example uh stadiums x y and Z. It, you know, you can't. It means people's jobs. It means you know the billionaires. They're going to be fine. Let's make no mistake about this. Yeah. Go under the um. You know the the people who work of the staff, uh, the people who make money from the club in anyway, which is thousands and tens of thousands of jobs. And so, you, you know what I mean. So it, it's not so yeah, much. It, like it's, de- it's it's definitely had an impact, and uh,
1: you know I completely understand. Okay, yeah. the need to maximize uh, uh, revenue, as as what they've been saying. But um, again, uh, you know, I completely agree with them. Okay, they're absolutely right. Okay, and I, I don't think you can argue that point. That the point that is being argued, okay, is so gen- in general, is that they're talking about maximizing, you know, revenue. But for a small cliche, yes. of, of clubs, okay, yes. who they call the big clubs. Now let's let's not forget Man City are a big club now they weren't until they got taken over yep. okay uh, you know Sheikh mansoor oh. there now uh, just said, chelsea yeah. i was on a second one second chelsea chelsea weren't a big club until roman Abramovich took over yeah and don't get me wrong i'm glad for them because you know it's it's um increased the competition it's improved the premier league okay and that's win-win for everybody. That's win-win for everybody. Yeah, uh, Liverpool. John Henry is is invested. He got Jurgen Klopp, Klopp, <laughs> Klopp. In okay, right. As 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 a manager. Okay, great move. And he they're doing really really well. And I'm pleased for Liverpool. And I'm pleased for Liverpool supporters because they were out in the wilderness for quite a long after the eighties. You know, when they were the team, okay, they were in the wilderness, yeah. and so you know, I'm happy for them because I I, I believe they're, they're they're back to where they should be. I'd love to see Newcastle there if the takeover gets goes through because it is a massively supported team. Yeah, you know, I mean, they probably have one of the best supports in the world, Uh and I think. You know, they should be, they should be, eyed, as as I do with Liverpool. Look, the more competition there is in the Premier League, mm. the better it is, the more yeah. exciting it is, OK? At the moment, we you know, the Premier League is looked upon as the best league in the world. We want to keep it there. We don't want to diminish the Premier League and have this breakaway Super League. If they do a breakaway Super League, and you have relegation, so there's the incentive, yeah, from the current Premier League to go into the breakaway Super League, mm. then yeah, that might have some sense because that will be on the same lines as when what they did with the the English First Division when they broke away to create the Premier League. How that would work, I don't know, because then you you've got to look at the teams in. Um, Italy, yeah. you've got to look at the teams in, in Spain. you got to remember, Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund said no. But they're 51% fan-owned. PSG said no. We're not interested. Yeah, And
3: well, the, PSG was, is a very their, rich
0: club. Being in bed with UEFA. one that didn't mean the money, like you just said, very rich club. And now their president has just got the presidency of um, ECA after... Um, Juventus uh, exec had to step down because of all this scandal. So now, yeah, nearly, yeah. And I'll bring up UEFA as well because all this has gone on and we've no one is kind of really realised that UEFA put this new Champions League format out, which basically means uh, okay, so all the teams qualify for the Champions League, which makes, makes it fair, you know, okay, fine. England have four spots, Spain have four spots, uh, other teams have less spots. So it's not equal, but okay, it, it does bring the rest clubs there and you have to qualify so there's some level of fairness. But now they're bringing out a format where it's an hour league instead of a tournament and there are four more teams. And if the two teams that have had um the best his- history in the in the competition, i.e. the biggest clubs, the richest clubs, would tend to be those teams, right? Are now going to get a buy in there and they're going to give an extra one to, I think, um uh, the French League. Which basically means, in this season, to give context, you just said about Arsenal, right? But West mm-hmm. Ham, you know, a big club like you just said from from your original story from your childhood, a big club, they in the Champions League spots so or have the potential to be this year. If they, let's say, finish fifth and Arsenal finish tenth, Arsenal might get that spot in, the, in this way of thinking purely just from their history, which basically is another way of saying their wealth and their influence. And West yeah, Ham, but you, you the, see, I I, I, I don't think that would be fair either. Listen, okay. that's already signed off in this week when people have been on the wave side as the goodies and against the Super League. That's already been signed off. So they're all corrupt organisations trying to make money out of the same thing that we love, which is, you know, competition and sport and football. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: so. Look, what, what you've got to remember, Jeremy, okay, right, is uh, I, I go back to what I said before. Football is big business. Yeah. Okay. They are going to try and maximise, okay, revenue. And it, that's fully understandable uh any business tries to maximize their revenue. Okay, they do what they can to, to maximize their revenue. That that's why they get to the business. Uh, otherwise it'd make no sense getting into it. Yes. So I, I'm I'm not gonna criticize anybody for that. What I do say though is if you're gonna do something, uh if you're gonna maximize your your, your revenue, do it in a fair way. Okay? In in, in this concept where we're talking about sports You need to do it where, okay, it's fair for everyone. Yeah, I don't think uh, a West Ham United who this year could make the Champions League Yeah, for the first year ever they've been there, Mm. then I don't see why that should be taken away from them. Do Mm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. If we finish 10th and we were to go through because of some coefficiency, Me as an Arsenal supporter, I wouldn't be happy taking the spot of West Ham, okay, who maybe is their first opportunity. No, look, Leeds United wore 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 a shirt and they put the same T shirt, okay, in the in the Liverpool changing rooms, yeah? When when they played. And on the front, I think it was football is for fans. On the back, Champions League earning. And that's exactly how it should be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, so, right. so I, I look. I wasn't aware of this because of everything that's been going on with a breakaway super it's league. Yeah, I knew that they were going to uh, change the format from thirty-two to thirty-six uh, teams in the in the Champions League. I knew they were going to do like two leagues. Uh, I think it is of uh, ten and ten players, uh, or three leagues of uh, 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 ten teams, or whatever. Yeah. But if they're gonna move it to 36, 10, 20, no, yeah. how,
0: how do they? How, how do they 13 exactly, the final, so? thirteen games to the final. So that's six more, six more games uh, played, which is probably gonna mean as well what that is gonna mean in this country and in, in most countries there are um, there are league cups, domestic league cups. which Basically, means if me if us three make a football team. And we wake away up the leagues because there are many leagues. Premier League, like we've spoken about, the Championship, the League One, League Two, and then the national leagues. So any team that's an official football team, right? Whether we've made it in it what it could become in five years or something that's been around for a hundred years, play all the teams in England and can win these cups. Those cups are done now. If there is more games in Champions League, we can't have League Cups. You can't have, you know, um, we Tottenham Hotspur played a, a team uh, this year. I mean. They're, they're all school teachers or bin men i think their striker was a bin man Arsenal sports so he'd love to play us <laughs> um, and um and it was a beautiful story yeah we beat them stuff like that, but they had gareth bale they had harry kane coming to play there in, their, in their, their backyard which you know we we paid money so that they could get a proper pitch done and everything else and those competitions are so beautiful because at least just by playing the team games somebody who's a bin man during the week can play the very best players and they make so much money, and that goes into their communities. But these competitions are going to be have to have to go because mm, we come it's all
2: about here. Like you could even yes. just looking at it by right then.
0: and that's because like... you you know wanting more games. Not well, super... to
1: to to be totally honest, okay, I'll have to plead ignorance on that. Yeah, because mm. I've been following the Breakaway Super League. Uh, yeah. I haven't studied up. Uh, I haven't read up on how the format on the new Champions League format is going to be broken down so i plead ignorance on that i'm going to have to read up on that uh you know it um, it's something which i don't fully understand uh, everyone's been talking about the, the breakaway super league all yeah. the the tension has been on that uh and i'll be surprised if a lot of the people that i've been you know the fans i've been speaking to about the breakaway league if they know or they can explain to me you know the format and how it's gonna work with a new Champions League setup. Uh but that's that's you know, that's interesting. What I'm gonna be doing afterwards, I'm gonna be on the phone talking to you, all, all my friends, <laughs> yeah. okay, different fans, okay, different clubs. And and see what they know about it. And we uh, we're,
0: we're gonna get some information on that as well because it's it'll be interesting to know. So But it wasn't just to say like, oh, um we shouldn't condemn the Super League which we're doing. I'm all I was the point I was making basically is Basically, what the phone billionaires are doing is, oh, there's already corruption going on, but we got the power, so we're going to make our corruption. Do you see what I mean? I feel like it's often happens in these big things that. When you say
1: when you say corruption, not corruption. It's, I'm it's... going to play
0: the devil's advocate here. <laughs> yeah. <When you> <laughs> corruption. What when you say corruption? What exactly do you mean? When I say corruption, I don't necessarily mean in terms of breaking any laws and regulation and money under the table stuff. That not so much that in corruption, although. You've got, you've had that in FIFA, like I mentioned to you the other day. I think with Sepp Blatter, yeah, Seb, Seb
3: Blatter,
0: yeah. and, and so, yeah, and all that, yeah, exactly. And so these these big corporations with FIFA and UEFA sometimes have had that kind of corruption. I more mean in terms of, you know, values um, Cor- of
2: football.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. that that's what I mean. And I just think it, it's going to be done in some way because, all, as I'm trying to say, there's no heroes or villains. We've just, yeah all these regulating bodies, even Sky News um, taking the TV rights away from terrestrial TV where it was free even all of these things, it's about money Um, China, we speak about America a lot on this, tried to basically buy football, I mean football fans will be aware, Um, I'd say not so much anymore, maybe five years ago China just started buying mediocre to, to decent players for crazy amounts of money, putting them on 300 grand a week and stuff like that, players that couldn't even get into yeah. their team uh, because What they want? They in China saw the the um.
1: They did have some good players. They did have some good players. Yeah. Okay. Like Hulk, for instance, he was a good player, and you know. Yeah, but he was 30.
0: I think so. You know, China saw the 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 exact same thing. They saw money in the league instead of they tried to basically bring a super league to China, if that makes sense, by trying to buy up all the best players.
1: No, I I think I think what China did, rather than bring a, a super league to China. I think they they invested, okay, right, so as to uh, give more visibility and more appeal to football. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think that's what they've done, and uh, you know, okay, they they were paying silly money, if you like, at the time. You know, I I agree with you. I think some of the players were overpaid, so on and so forth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that, they they decided on doing that, yes, yeah, so as to build. the the market on football there Um, because it is big business. Again, like I said, football is big business. If you look at it, uh, uh, you know, America, even now, okay, right, they they take players at the end of their careers and they try to entice them to the, you know, American League, Football League there, yeah? And that's understandable because they're trying to build and, you know, Create more of a visibility for, for football in, or as they call it, soccer. Okay. Yes. In, in the US. And that's understandable. Okay. They're doing it with, with, you know, they have a reason behind it. They say, okay, right. We'll invest this because we want to build it up. We want to make it bigger because they obviously see there's a big market there. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to judge anybody. Okay. As long as they're doing it in the right way, as long as they're doing it fairly. And this is where I will go back to the fact that, you know, uh, football was created for the working man. It's obvious with the evolution, it's going to evolve. In fact, what you saw was with the TV rights, it's now not just for the working man. okay, right. It's also white collar. okay. if you like, they've got the boxes. uh, And I've been to a couple of boxes uh, when when I was back in, in the UK. And it's a good experience. Uh and again, there's nothing wrong with that. That mm. creates revenue. Okay. It's got a different fan base, if you like. But that's fine because football is open to everybody. Yeah. So if they're going to increase their revenue by having boxes inside there, then so be it. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah. You know, I completely agree with you, and actually the biggest example I've ever seen that really touched me of football what football can mean to working man funnily enough was when we were in ghana right and there's a there's a small village and it's basically it's a beautiful little village it's on it's on, on almost stilts in a oh, lake yeah. mm-hmm. and what um, this guy's job is to to sell you from kind of the mainland onto this this village so you can visit the town and and, and everything else right so he's he's working away and he's rowing us all by pretty much all by himself maybe he has somebody else to help him and i was just chatting to him whilst he was taking us there and I sort of asked him about his life and everything. And he does this everyday, you know, back work. And he says, it's all worth it because on the weekend, you can watch Manchester United play. Yeah, well, there you go, see? And and, and that, for me, just, that was, that's football. It doesn't matter if it was in Ghana or whatever. Manchester, Manchester uh, is in England, across the world. And he would have never even been to Manchester. His whole week, he was looking forward to... Being around how many how many of his mates around the TV watching football that's football with a beer and having football that's yeah. it that's that, it that, that's football and I, and I love that story I always remember that um, so I, it's not an international issue for sure but it's it's that that we need to keep yeah yeah.
1: Well,
0: yeah you know you, you know in the US okay right the fans they
1: wake up at all in all hours of the morning to go and yes. watch games you know we've yes. got the Arsenal supporters group okay in practically every state in the U.S., yeah? And I was watching a program where they, they I think the game was at four in the morning or five in the morning. They'd go to their pub, okay, the pub that, where they have the Arsenal Supports Club. They'd get the owner to open it up, you know, show the game, and drink beer at four or five in the morning, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I, I could probably have done when I was about 20. I couldn't do it now, you know? So. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, I think what we've really summed up here, um, because we've not got much time to go now, but like just talking about what football means to the fans, like that is the core of football, and I feel like that has been disregarded a bit in the last week with everything that's been going on. But I feel like everyone just needs to be reminded about what what it is and at its core. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely,
0: and I hope you've. We've we've said it in such a way that's relatable beyond, you know, the rules of football and what football means, just as like a, a humanitarian thing, if you wanna say. And I think you yeah. Did you say that you that's come across, Louise?
2: Yeah, I'd say that's come across. Yeah. Thank you guys for your powers of wisdom considering I didn't know much about um about the history of football. I did I did some reading but yeah, you got you guys have given me a lot of food for thought and I think we've we've given a um some viewers a lot to think about as well. So, um thank you for that.
1: From from my point of view, Louise. Okay, considering that you've only really just got into football and you you know you're, you're in there, you've you've done a bit of studying. Okay, you made some good points. Uh, I think I think the point which I want to leave people with uh, is that um, the fans have spoken, mm. and what the owners have to understand. Okay, and this is coming from the fans. It's our club. We yes. Will always, it will always be our club. Yeah. Mm. Okay, You may be the owner, but it will always be our club. This is what the fans are saying. Yeah, This isn't what I'm saying. I'm just echoing what they're saying. Yeah. Because what it is, football fans okay, go from generation to generation to generation. They'll always be there. Football fans are the customers. They pay the money to go and watch the matches. They buy the merchandise. Okay, They are the source of mm. revenue for the yeah. owners. Without the fans, they have no revenue. If the fans stop going to, to the matches, they stop buying season tickets, they stop buying the merchandise, they don't watch it on TV, that yeah. would have a massive impact. So and I, I think well,
0: that's that's so important. I think as well, having that and what it does for anti racism, anti sexism, uniting people, if we need to have a connection between these big global issues. and and people because it makes a big difference as well um so thank you guys but i I did want to end on as well is um i wanted you to talk about um what you're bringing out for us and and oh yeah oh yeah thank you thank you i nearly forgot well um
1: uh just to let you know uh we i'm going to be setting up a podcast with my friends and it's going to be based on the premier league it's all football based uh the first one should come out next week. Uh, it'll either be, it'll have to come out Thursday or Friday, and we'll be recording it on, on the Wednesday, uh, late afternoon. Um, and what we're going to do, well, um, there's a lot of fan TVs out there. Yeah. There's the, the main one, Arsenal fan TV, which basically gave me the idea as it has done Man U fan TV, West Ham fan TV, Chelsea fan TV. Okay. Right. They, they were basically the, the pioneers, if you like, AFTV. Now, I've been thinking about this for a few years now. But the difference what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be getting fans from different clubs to talk yes. about their clubs. You know, it's not gonna be just Arsenal based. We're gonna be talking about uh their clubs, their problems, okay, they're gonna have their voice, okay, uh we'll have debates. Um and the first one that's coming out this week uh will be uh, arsenal base basically. Okay. Uh I'm not gonna um basically yeah, I don't wanna say what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I think it'll be quite interesting. So so look out
0: for it. Uh, yeah. as soon as it is, I'll I'll let you all know. Yeah, okay? we'll share our pages and stuff. So once this will come out that'll be a couple of days after that and then we'll we'll share it on our page and send you the links to anyone watching this. Perfect. Thank okay. Thank Thanks again for inviting me. Yeah, was no, a Pleasure. Sure. it was a pleasure, guys.
3: All right.
2: Right. Bye. 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 Okay, I need to stop recording.